That's good. That's What's your name? Anne something. Annie two times. Is it? Wait, what? <laughs> That's the song Two times But what's the name of the artist Anne something Anne two times Let me, let me Wait so it. it's Anne, it's two times By Anne two times No I'm lying to you You're very gullible today Hang on Annie Let me see Annie, Annie two time Annie. I've got some two time for you It's definitely Anne something It's like Anne Smith Two times It is Anne Lee Anne Lee Totally booty boot out you what was that was uh, Jeez we're getting We're not even <laughs> One minute into the intro And we've gone on three tangents so far uh, That was a That was a, a, a uh, An was, X Factor audition No I actually think it was a Oh America's American Got American Idol audition Oh yeah And uh, your your man thought That the Mariah Carey song Can't live Cause living is without you Was Kelly Kelly Woody without you Kelly so confidently he was like Ken Lee <laughs> <laughs> I'd say if your name was Ken Lee <clears throat> that was screamed at you for at least a year yeah. after that audition. I actually heard the original of that song playing on our sister radio station 98FM uh, recently and I was like the Ken Lee version is so much better the Ken Lee bootleg <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what that means back to Ann Lee yeah she What's she doing? Two times two, 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 Did she even have Did she even have Two songs two, 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 two. Oh I don't know now, That was that was like a late 90s song Yeah You would only have been A little nipper in nappies At that yeah. stage Yeah Still am Still You are still Big nipper in nappies now <laughs> A big nipper <laughs> um, What a week Oh what a week what Jazz's a week. Jump for Joy Finally took place Woo-hoo. Praise the Lord Praise the Lord is right 10,000 feet do, above do, the do, 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 10,000 feet 10,000 10,000 feet above the ground you jumped out of a plane it finally happened you've raised over 7,000 euro currently for the Down Syndrome Centre big oh, boola bust to brilliant. you Jazz Keen. thank Woo. you thank you very much now it's great I'm so happy we could finally do it get the whole journey wrapped up and stop stop uh, dragging the arse out of it because my yeah. oh my they uh, the only reason the artist was dragged ooh, out of it. Oh, oh, the studio phone is ringing. Oh, it stopped. Oh, it stopped. Uh, I'm just happy we could get, yeah, we could get it wrapped up and the story wrapped up. It was just the weather that made us, had to, that made us postpone it. It's really made me Three times. hyper aware. Three times! <laughs> Three times! <laughs> um... It's really made me very aware of the Irish weather because, like, it's really hard to plan something in Ireland outside because of the bloody weather. Yeah, do you know, and it's so weather dependent, skydiving, yeah. you know. So, but I'm I'm very proud of you, and, Thank and you. I think you should be very proud of yourself. It wasn't an easy thing to do, especially with all the the postponing and the setbacks and everything. So. Well done. Thank you. No, I'm happy. Amazing achievement. Very happy with it. One for the CV, eh? One for the CV. One for my LinkedIn that I don't have. And can I say as well, you got a lovely... So I've got an eyelash stuck in my eye. I can't really... Ow. Um, You also got a lovely certificate. I did. Did you get a nice frame for that yet? No, I'm not going to get a frame for it. Get a frame with a little airplane on it. Why? That's just not what I do. 
what do you do? <laughs> what do you do with all your brother certificates? <laughs> like my leaving cert and my degree from college. Yeah. I don't know. They're packed away somewhere. Are they in the bin? Not in the bin. They're packed away somewhere. They're like a memory box of some sort. Do you keep a memory box? Just not. Just stuff that I should. Such a big box full of memories <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you a few memories will I from my box I just have uh, like a box of stuff that I shouldn't throw out like my leaving certain degree <laughs> <laughs> do not keep like concert tickets and pictures and uh, I did when I, stuff I did when I was younger look at again I don't throw out that stuff and it just lives in like a drawer a desk drawer for ages and mm. then I have to put it away somewhere but like I, I d- certainly wouldn't be framing it I have it all in a in a. you know when I started my scrapbooking last year yeah I have like most of that stuff in a scrapbook well, not good. like my college degree but like pictures and concert tickets and little notes and receipts for trips and stuff yeah. that kind of stuff nah yeah. it is nice it is nice for sure it is lovely now. but I won't be getting the certificate of completion for my skydive frame just cause not me that's not a bit of you. Not a bit of me. No. Uh, but we'll wrap up the podcast there. Also, what we learned this week is that I can do a really good Scooby Doo impression. Do it again. <gasps> oh, I can't do oh, it now. Yeah. Ar. Ar. That was good. Why do I? Okay, think- we have to go. No. Why no, do- no, we have. We actually have to go. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> New stuff from Charlie XEX. Good ones on spin. It's Jazz and Laura and the Zoo Crew. Will we come clean? Uh, it depends. Is it about the thing that I told you two weeks ago or the thing that just happened? What did you tell me two weeks ago? Oh, no, clearly you've already happened. forgotten. Uh, we were just recording the intro for our podcast, the ZooCast. This week's episode will be out in about an hour after the show this week. And uh, obviously recording it during the songs playing there just don't, so we can get it done. Sorry, you have to do it. Don't be giving away our secrets. And you were... You were we had to obviously stop because... The song's coming to an yeah, end. Yeah, I feel and, like I was... And I was like, okay, we have to stop this now. Listen, enjoy the podcast. And you were like, no, no, can I just actually... And I was like, no. So well, if you're listening to episode 59 of the Zoocast later on and you hear that, you'll know. I might leave this this part of the show in, actually. I was silenced. I was silenced. Were you silenced or were you silent? I was silenced. You told me, no, we have to go. No, and we I was do like, have to. Well, what are you going to tell me? Well, it's irrelevant now. Actually, what was I talking about? No, I can't remember what I was talking about. You okay. know what? I guess you'll never know because you shushed me. I guess we'll never know. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Jazz's jump for joy. Jazz's jump for joy. <laughs> In aid of the Downs and Gym Centre. Oh, Woo! man. Finally. I don't even, I can't even do the maths after something like eight or nine weeks of build up to Jazz's jump for joy along with three postponed dates. So much money so far raised for the Down Syndrome Centre. One airplane, one jazz, 10,000 feet, one parachute, one uh, tandem parachute instructor (laughs) today. Finally, at long last, Jazz's Jump for Joy took place. Oh, we were so, so lucky. The weather gods were on our side. We made made the journey down to Kilkenny and Jazz, you finally got to jump. Now I have to say there was there was a, a little bit of touch and go this yeah. morning. We were a little bit nervous when we saw a bit of fog, a bit of mist, but we were so, so lucky and what a day. And I have to say, we probably got the best day of the year. Oh my God. It 28 was, degrees it and clear skies. Hello. Incredible. We actually couldn't have gotten a better day. You know, it was the fourth day that, that was planned, but you couldn't get a day nicer than today to actually go yeah. up into the sky and do a skydive. Of course, Jazz Jump for Joy is all in aid of the Down Syndrome Centre, a wonderful charity doing incredible things for young people with Down Syndrome and their families. The donations have been flying in all day today and thank you to everyone who's been part of it, watching clips on social, following us there, 
there and again the donation link is absolutely not closed we're still trying to raise as much as we can so if you'd like to donate to uh, the Down Syndrome Centre WhatsApp us the word donate 87 1038 we'll send you the link more importantly uh, here is a little bit of what went on today as we travel to Kilke- uh, travel to Kilkenny for Jazz's Jump for Joy Okay, we've arrived in Kilkenny. This is our second time being at Kilkenny Airport. The first time wasn't that good. Nothing happened. Today, the fog that has been here all morning long and been really heavy, like so strangely heavy. It's still here, but it seems like it's going to lift. It seems like it's going to burn gonna burn up because today is supposed to be an absolute scorcher. It's certainly getting brighter. There's still a bit of fog in the ground. So I think, it, I, I think it's actually going to happen. Yeah, there's people inside and you know they look very hopeful as well yeah. we are feeling good people are running around with very quick feet acting as if things need to be done planes need to be ready parachutes need to be packed I suppose yeah. um, we also can see in the distance as well the pilot is looking at the plane yeah. which wasn't done on Friday no. because they kind of knew it wasn't going to happen but the fact that the pilot is looking at the plane today he's checking for the left phalange yeah. he's checking for the engine and the seats and the seatbelts and it's looking pretty positive yeah the wind socks are barely moving there's no wind once this fog lifts I think we'll be good to go Jazz's jump for joy I think is finally gonna happen ooh exciting times and uh, it's like <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling to put into words the day that we had today oh, it, was just, it was just a really magical day wasn't it like I mean like the, the excited vibes and you know getting the go ahead paired with the sunny weather was just the recipe for a perfect day yeah now over the next like 10-15 minutes we're going to play you the rest of the journey before we get to that I want to remind everyone about the actual reason we're doing this that is the Down Syndrome Centre it is the amazing work they do If you've been following the story, you'll know that Laura and I got to visit the centre a good few weeks ago Mm -hmm. at this stage and meet the therapists, the staff, some of the kids that were there on the day. And it's just, it it was such an eye-opening experience to actually see what goes on and and witness for ourselves the impact that they make. Uh, We spoke to some of the staff on the day. Andrew was one of those people. Andrew is also there with us today. Here's a clip from when we spoke to Andrew at the Down Syndrome Centre about exactly what goes on there. It's funny, like, I didn't know an awful lot about Down syndrome or what Down syndrome was when my brother and sister were born and you kind of, you gradually get to learn different things and how they're able to do things but they'll do it at a slower rate um, and here at the Down syndrome centre a lot of the parents are are in that boat that they come in here and they don't think their kids are going to be able to do or ride a bike or go for a run or whatever and here we supply those services and the parents will come in and chat to each other um, and they'll be able to support each other and that's one of the great networks that we have here at the Down Syndrome Centre. We're able to support the parents as, as opposed to just supporting the children. Little things like that we take for granted like talking, walking, um, holding a pencil, stuff like that that a kid with Down Syndrome would find quite difficult. Services to be able to support a child with Down Syndrome weren't really there back in kind of 20 years ago when my brother and sister were young. So um, my parents felt like there was a real need to set something up and that's where the Down Syndrome Centre comes in into play. So we support uh, kids with Down Syndrome by giving them different supports, different services to be able to do the, the essentials that you and I don't don't really think about or don't have to worry about doing. And that is the reason that Jazz's Jump for Joy is a thing. We know firsthand we've seen exactly where the money that we're raising is going and they deserve every single euro of it. 
Absolutely. And the more euros that we can give the Down Syndrome Centre, the better. Um, we're tr- hoping to get to 10k. Yeah. Any single donation that you can make, no donation is too small. And if you've donated already, a huge, huge thank you. Yeah, we're currently sitting at just over 6,500 euros. If we could top 7,000 euros tonight on the show, I think that would be a, a great end to an already fantastic day. So if you would like to donate, WhatsApp us the word donate. 087-711-1038 will send you the, don- the donation link directly to your phone and you can donate there and in five minutes we'll play you part two of three mm. of what happened today at Kilkenny Airport for Jazz's Jump for Joy Jazz's Jump for Joy Jazz's Jump for Joy in aid of the Down Syndrome Centre head to spin1038.com slash jump to donate the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. And yes, the rumours are true. Jazz's <laughs> jump for joy finally happened. 10,000 feet. Jazz, you jumped today. We had the most glorious day. Yeah. 28 degrees, clear skies in Kilkenny. You couldn't have asked for a better day. Fourth time is the charm, as they say, and we eventually got to do it. The skies opened up and it was absolutely glorious and boiling. Absolutely boiling oh, in the we Midlands were today. Melting. It was fantastic. Uh, some of the clips are up on the Spin Instagram story. If you want to go check it out, uh, for the clips from our day today, we'll have a proper video in the next couple of days. It was truly fantastic. But of course, the reason we are doing Jazz's Jump for Joy is in aid of the Down Syndrome Centre, a wonderful charity. We're going to play you part two of three of how we got on today. Uh, for the actual jump at Kilkenny Airport for Jazz's Jump for Joy. Before that, though, take a listen to this. This is when we caught up with Madeline, who works at the Down Syndrome Centre, about what actually goes on when you walk into the Down Syndrome Centre. So the first thing when parents and children walk through the doors is they're greeted by our reception staff and then into the family room to be able to be greeted by our therapists. Um, We have occupational therapists in the centre as well as speech and language therapists. Uh, and a wealth of kind of other group services and and children's services Uh, and we provide services for children from when they're born uh, up until now our young adult program together academy through the age of 35 so we're really kind of a multi-disciplinary center providing a range of services to children with Down syndrome. The services that we provide are absolutely essential in terms of helping children uh, and young adults reach their full potential. That's the the aim and the mission of our centre and as a charity as a whole is helping children be the best version of themselves. So, you know, from things that some, some of us take for granted, like being able to hold a pencil and, and write your homework to being able to sit in a chair to opening your lunchbox or all the, the really little things that we ourselves think, oh sure, you know, that's just how you do it and you don't really think of it. So it's really helping children, I suppose, be able to learn and grow and develop into brilliant young adults. So that is what we are raising money for. That is exactly what goes on when you walk into the Down Syndrome Centre and they're non-government funded. They no. get no money from the government. They they fully rely on the money that comes in through donations. So that's exactly what we're trying to do. And it's honestly just the most magical place. Like Jazz, you were even saying earlier on, you're like, look, I know I jumped out of the sky 10,000 feet high, but going to visit the Down Syndrome Centre yeah. was probably the highlight of this whole yeah. journey for yeah. you. And for me as well, like just walking through those 
those doors and just seeing what an incredible place it is, the support systems that are there and it's just the most amazing place so if we can get as much money as possible for the Down Syndrome Centre we'll, we'll just be so so happy. Donations have been coming in throughout the day today which is fantastic currently at six and a half thousand euro we really want to get towards seven grand by the end of the show tonight. 87 WhatsApp us the word donate we'll send you the link to your phone and you can donate there and here is part two of three from today of how we got on for Jazz's Jump for Joy at Kilkenny Airport. Okay, right, so it looks like we're finally going up. Oh, Jazz, this is so, so exciting. We just got confirmation that the jump is 100% going ahead today. They have started the plane, the propeller's going around, they're doing all the checks, they're getting people signed in. The first crew are getting suited and booted now. They've told me I'm in the second crew going up, so once the first crew goes up, it'll be about 30 minutes, so I pretty much have now, like, I suppose 45 minutes to get my... Get my get get my act ready. I don't know. What do, you do, know? I do? do I do stretches? Do you know what I find so amusing about this is that you're in the second plane, so you're gonna have to watch people do it before you do it. You're gonna experience it like watching it firsthand before you actually do it. I've <laughs> always had to watch people do it before I do it. What? <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I suppose we'll just we'll just see them hopefully falling from the sky. Then it'll be my turn. Look, it is absolutely sweating here in Kilkenny today. It's like 26 degrees. I think my head and arms and legs are getting burned. I'm going to have to put on a big jumpsuit now, but I'm ready to go. And it looks like after weeks and weeks oh. of postponing and rain and wind and all the rest and low clouds, it is literally the most perfect day of the year, I think. Skydiving is taking place and Jazz Jump for Joy is happening in about 45 minutes. <laughs> and the, the plane I went up in didn't necessarily make that noise because it was a bit smaller than that. But then we went up. We went up. Well, you went up and I watched from the ground. Yeah. And I, I've never, I, I'm not even joking. I was I was taking an Instagram story of you getting into the plane and my hands were shaking. You were cool as a cucumber, but I had to literally rest my wrist on the fence because I was shaking so much. Never in my life have I been so happy to have two feet on the ground. I don't think my belly has fully recovered from the actual jump. And in exactly five minutes, we're going to play you the final part. Three of three from Jazz's Jump for Joy. Uh, in just a sec but of course if you would like to donate to the Down Syndrome Centre WhatsApp us the word donate on 087 711 and we'll send you the donation link and you can uh, make a donation of whatever you can afford there again 2 or 3 euro if that's what you can afford it's fantastic if you can afford a little bit more 5 or 10 great even more 10 or 20 brilliant whatever you can afford is fantastic and no donation is too small uh, right 5 minutes the final part of Jazz's Jump for Joy Zoocast with Jazz and Laura what a day. Today was finally jump day. Jazz's jump for joy finally happened. Oh We're buzzing. Oh my God. I've just done the calculations there. This is week 10 of going on about it because of course oh the first date that we had planned was Friday the 13th of August. I really wanted to jump on Friday yeah. the 13th. Postponed due to high winds. Booked it in for the next week. Postponed due to wind and rain, whatever it was. Uh, two weeks later, the next uh, date, which was Friday just gone. We even went down hoping that the weather would play a part and be okay and it wasn't. We had to come home with our tail between our legs. We booked in for today and we finally got to do it. Yes, 28 degrees, clear skies, absolutely gorgeous. You couldn't have asked for a better day to jump out of the sky. Truly one of the most 
exhilarating and thrilling things I have ever done in my life. The nerves were all over the place. Like I was nervous and I was nervous and the, had a 20 minute plane ride up to the top and then the door opened then it was just, uh, it was literally a whirlwind. It was a lot of emotion but Jazz, I, I'm really proud of you. Like it wasn't an easy thing to do and with all of the, the setbacks and the rescheduled dates, like for, for if that was me, I would have been a bag of nerves. You held it, to get, you held it together really, really well and I think like genuinely you really enjoyed the whole experience. I like, did. I you were did. glowing when you landed. You were so delighted <laughs> with yourself. I think I'm sin- still running on adrenaline at the moment. <laughs> yeah. And I appreciate that. And I'm proud of you because you had to get up at 6am with me this morning. <laughs> come all the way down the car at me and come all the way back. So well done to you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I'm glad you're proud of me. But I really think you had the harder job in all of this. <laughs> <laughs> so look... This is this is the end of it. This is the end of the journey in Jazz's Jump for Joy. Ten weeks going on about it. Ten weeks fundraising for the Down Syndrome Centre. We are about to play you part three of three from our trip today uh, for you to hear exactly what went on from the site at Kilkenny Airport today just after the skydive. But this is it. We really want to top seven grand on the show tonight. We're sitting at just over €6,500. If you can spare anything, two or three euro, maybe you can afford 20, 25 quid, whatever you can if you would like to donate to the Down Syndrome Centre they deserve absolutely every single penny we can get for them we'll make it easy for you you can whatsapp the word donate uh, to us 87 1038 and we'll send you the link straight to your phone otherwise you know where to go at this stage spin bio on Instagram my bio on Instagram spin website and here we go the final part for Jazz's Jump for Joy I'm here with the man himself. He has just jumped 10,000 feet. Jazz, how are you feeling? Oh my God, that was... That was mad. I feel, um, I feel... You know when you're kind of shaky and you don't feel 100% and yeah. your body's like, oh my God, what's happening inside? That's what I feel like right now because it was such a build-up from when the door of the plane closed and we went and it, we went along the runway and we were going up and up and up and up for 20 minutes and it was very silent in the plane. No one was really talking. And it was like, <laughs> Were you trying to make friends on the plane? I kind of was. I was chatting to my uh, my tandem skydive partner, uh, Vince, and I was like, so is this your regular gig? And he said he's done 11,000 skydives before. Wow. Then I was like, then like, eventually when we, were, we got up, like, you know, 15 minutes, minutes uh, like into the flight I just couldn't see like anything really and I was I, I turned around and I asked him how do you know where we're going he's like I actually haven't been paying attention he said I was like okay that's like, not what you want to no, hear no. when you're about to jump and then he was like uh, he's like oh, I know the direction so I think it'll be grand I was like okay mm-hmm. and then he's like right I'm going to strap you in now and then he he uh, he shuffled me in close to his crotch so, <laughs> so we, we got uh, tightened up uh, sla- safely to each other and then sorry I'm going to burp Please don't get sick. Having a few burps in my belly isn't 100% still. Then I was number two to go, so all of a sudden the door opens and it's like... (laughs) First guy goes, all of a sudden he's just gone and he disappears. Then we shuffle over and scooch over to the door and he's like, all right, legs underneath the plane, head back, let's go. And it's just like a fall into this guy and the free fall I think it's like 30 seconds long but it felt like it felt like 10 seconds then I get a a real strong tap on my shoulder that means put my arms out and we are just heading towards the ground at a rate of knots like it was so fast but it felt very safe and very secure like when falling before the parachute was out or anything and uh, I definitely loved the free fall bit the most then all of a sudden you just go you just hear like and then your your hips are thrusted forward and it's a bit of a it's like your body is trying to leave itself and then the parachute is out 
and you're just floating and then he says you're going to feel a little drop but you're not falling and then I think I don't know part two of the parachute comes out and then it's just silent I have to say though like we were watching you it's an absolutely gorgeous sunny day here in Kilkenny and when you first jumped you jumped out excuse me (laughs) when you first jumped you jumped like right beside the sun so it was really hard to see you so I think we've all burned our retinas here today Mm. trying to look up at the sky but as I saw your parachute open because we we knew you were number two jumping from the plane but as you were falling it looked really graceful and I have to say it looked like you were having a really nice time yeah when, when we were falling it was very calm. We were, we could hear each other. You could see lows. It was really hot. Like it's absolutely boiling today. Then he goes, "Okay, it's time to do some turns." And he yanks on a cable hanging down to the right hand side. And all of a sudden, like my body is jerked up to the left, and we're like corkscrewing down, like spiraling towards the ground, got like going right or left. I don't even know. And honestly, God, at that moment in time, I was like, I'm gonna get sick in the sky. Like, it got me in my belly big time. Then he, got, then I, we stopped. I was like, <sighs> then he goes, we'll go again. And we just go the opposite way. And I was like, oh my God. Then, you know, when you feel that, like your mouth getting wet and the lump in your throat like before get you get sick. Oh, the worst. I was like, oh God, oh God. And then I was like, if we do one more of these, I'm gonna get sick all over Kilkenny. And then, and then I just said to him, I was like, you already feel those turns in your belly? He goes, yep, yeah, you're picking up a few Gs. So like you're getting, you're getting hit by like two G-force. Oh. Oh God, sorry. Oh my God. So I can still feel it in my belly now. Uh, we've landed. It was exhilarating, thrilling, fast paced, exciting. It was absolutely incredible. Jazz's Jump for Joy is complete. Woo-hoo! We have done it. And I'm just so happy with all the money that we've raised for the Down Syndrome Centre. We can still donate if you can still spare anything at all. The links are still alive. Jazz is jump for joy. We did it! Jazz is jump for joy in aid of the Down Syndrome Center. Exclusively on Spin. I need you to stay. With Jazz and Laura. A lot of things happened today that I was just not expecting to happen. Uh, of course, Jazz's jump for joy finally happened. Yeah. You got to jump 10,000 feet. It was an absolutely incredible day. 28 degrees, clear skies. No better day to be jumping out of a plane. It was it was incredible. But of course, on the drive down, we were a little bit apprehensive because we did come into some fog. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. What the fog, guys? <laughs> what the fog, well, like, indeed. We were told today it was going to be like uh, an absolute scorchio day, unreal, yeah. perfect conditions. And we're like, yeah, grand, perfect deadly. And the weather looked, looked perfect unreal. Deadly. Perfect deadly, absolutely <laughs> fantastic smashing. And the weather looked class. And then we wake up at like 5.45 this morning to make the trip down to be there for nine. And it's like, I can't see out my bedroom window. It's so damn foggy. It was so foggy. And you kindly came to collect me. So we traveled down together and... And like I was like waiting at my door for you and I was like I could barely like it was so foggy I could barely see your car and, like <laughs> your car is white as well so your your car is like a cloud just morphing into the fog <laughs> um, but the funny thing was so we were we got into the car anyway and you were like I need to put my fog lights on and then you, you, you switched them over and I was like are you sure you did that right? And you're like, I, I think so, yeah. And I was like, I definitely yeah, haven't really used my fog lights a whole lot. Because like, if there is a fog or a mist, it usually happens in the morning and we're not up that early. No. So we wouldn't really be driving in those foggy conditions. And I was like, so we both have like same Volkswagen cars. So I know that when I turn my fog lights on, you twist it to the right and then you have to pull it out and pull like the little little latch thing out to flick them on. And yeah. you didn't pull it out. And I was like, oh, try pull that out. And you're like, no, I'm pretty sure they're on. And I was like, just pull it, just pull it. And then, and then... <laughs> They came out and you were like, 
what the hell? <laughs> and I was like, there you go, your fog lights are on. And what the hell? What the hell? What the hell? And you were like, oh, okay. And then about 30 seconds passed and you are like, who are you? And what have you done with Laura Bracken? Yeah. And I was like, I never thought for the past two years since I passed my driving test, I've gotten nothing but grief off you about my driving, <laughs> even though I'm a perfectly great driver. So it was so nice to be able to teach you a thing about your car today. I was like, I know cars. How did you know that that's how you turn on the fog lights? Because I read my manual and also... <laughs> what, read the manual? Well, you should read the manual, but also that's one of the things in your test. So, you know, when you... Is it? Yeah, so you do your you do your bonnet check when you come out and then you, they sit in the car and they get you to press a few or show you a few things like, you know, how do you recirculate the air? Where are your hazard lights? How, where are your indicators? Where are your fog lights? And then you show them. See, I did my test many moons ago. Back in my day, they didn't use it. They didn't check for the fog lights. Back in your day, they were just (laughs) handing out the licenses willy-nilly. Back in my day, fog hadn't been invented yet. (laughs) (laughs) But also, it just brought me back to on Friday when we had travelled down to Kilkenny. The jump didn't happen on Friday, but when we came back into into work, we were parking. We were parking up in the car park and. I, I had said something to you uh, about your driving and you were like I'm a great driver blah 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 but as you were going off about how great of a driver you were you were trying to park your car and instead of putting your car in reverse you put it into first gear and went forward and then you had to jam on the brakes and you were like oh oop and I was like what was that you're an amazing driver you stick your car into reverse there yeah the timing was fantastic hang on I... hang on but it happened not once but twice yeah. you put it back into first instead of reverse and it happened again it's just yeah just you know when in, in the Volkswagens when uh when reverse is like up and it's, further it's to like the left but you have to up. push down yeah, yeah push down on the gear stick then go further left than the first gear and it, it was, just didn't it, stick for me it was just so sweet and I'm actually excited because I know you're dropping me home again after the show so I'm just waiting for it to point something else out in your car I'm buzzing I'm not dropping you home anymore <laughs> yeah, you I've are. been slagging my drive and slagging my car ah uh, you wouldn't <laughs> leave me here Suecast with Jazz and Laura We've been saying it all show and I think it deserves another mention. Congratulations. Today was the day you finally jumped out of the plane, but it meant that we had to be in Kilkenny for 9 a.m. Yeah. So we had to be on the road by 7. Well, you, you were coming to get me at 7 a.m. Yeah, early start. like Very early. And you and I, like we are night owls by, yeah. by profession and by nature. We, we work nights, so we're not in bed early. No, I was in... I don't think I was asleep before half twelve last night. So wow. up at five forty-five, like I'm, I'm right. I love how you keep, <laughs> throwing, you keep throwing around this five forty-five comment. But when I was on the phone to you last <laughs> night, I said to you, "I'm setting my alarm for five forty-five." You're like, "Nah, it's a bit early. My time alarm for like six, ten past six. There's no way you set your alarm for five forty-five. You are full of baloney. No, because no. When we were on the phone last night, and you were like, "No, I think five forty-five." And you're like, "I need to shower and eat." And I was like, "Okay, fair, yeah." Then you're like, "I need to set it." Like 15 minutes before I need to get up and I was like oh that's fair actually yeah so I did <laughs> Okay. then I snoozed until 6 didn't get up to like 5 past then the, what was the point in setting it of a quarter the same reason as you because I need a little grace period I didn't snooze it I just turned it off and I was like well I need to stay awake now because I've no other oh, alarm oh no that's danger that's how you do it danger zone I like to live life on the edge I like to live my life on the edge says the one who was too scared to jump out of the plane and you to do it by yourself no but I came across an article today uh, after we got up at 7am this is probably a little bit too late but it's kind of useful information if we ever have to get up early again apparently if you need to get up at where am I I've lost my space there we go (laughs) if you need to get up at 6am apparently there's like specific times that are ideal to go to bed at so you wake up feeling refreshed yeah okay I think I know what you're getting at here the 90 minute cycle 
thing. Yeah, so it's a yeah. 90 minute cycle. So apparently, even if you go to bed really early and you wake up the next morning and you expect to be really refreshed, it can actually do you not harm, but it probably won't make you feel as good because it all depends on your sleep cycles and how often you wake during the night and what time you wake at during the night. So apparently, if you have to get up at 6 a.m., you're looking at a bedtime of either 8.46 p.m. Oh, Jesus. I know. That's, that's very early. That's like nine and a bit hours. Yeah, that's this not is, that long at all. Is that... What? Well... That's very long. That is very long. So it's either 8.46pm, 10.16pm, or even 11.46pm. Ah, okay. Yeah. That's more like it. That's more like it. But if you're feeling like a real night owl, like you probably were last night, 1.16am was actually the ideal time for you to go to bed at last night. So, you weren't asleep by half twelve. No, I wasn't. And apparently it takes the average person about 14 minutes to fall asleep. Oh, it takes me much longer. I fall, It takes me ages to fall asleep. Mm, it depends on the night. Sometimes... No, I'm telling you. How would you know? I'm saying for me. And <laughs> <laughs> Jazz, you really need to get curtains. <laughs> I've been watching you. I've been watching you. But yeah, but there you go. So you actually, you thought that I was like, oh, I'm going to bed really late. I'm up really early. You probably went at a really good time. Well, it just depends on your 90-minute cycle. Well, so how was your 90-minute cycle? Well, I don't know. <laughs> no, but I don't know. I don't know how to calculate it. I thought that's what you are going to give to us there. What do you mean, calculate it? As in, like... I've, it, I've given you the times. Yeah, I know, but I don't get up at 6am every day. Well, maybe you should. Because <laughs> apparently the earlier you get up, the more refreshed you can actually kind <laughs> yeah, of feel. Yeah, that's not going to happen. But I think it has to be like a full 90-minute cycle. So, for example, if you go to bed at midnight, yeah. you can... Uh, so, t- let's say two 90-minute cycles after that will be 3am, I think. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um. So... Let's say two more 90-minute cycles after that will be 6 a.m. You could technically wake up, feel refreshed, refresh after six hours sleep, which usually will sound like it's not enough, do you know? But yeah. because it's a 90-minute cycle, it might. Yeah, and apparently your fifth stage of sleeping is when the rapid eye movement happens, which is all the dreams. So oh, there you go. Did you have any dreams last night? Nightmares, I think. Oh? I don't know. Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. We are contemplating about what we don't understand about being an adult. Because it's very tough. There's no book you can read or bullet points that you can remember. Because when life throws these awkward and very complex things at you about being an adult, you just have to figure it out. It's so confusing. One that also springs to mind is every single year renewing car insurance. And like all of the different terms, like fully comprehensive third party fire and theft like all these buzzwords just fly around your head and then they're they're calling out like loads of different deals to you and you're like how do I know which one is the best one all of them should be good I will say for that that you've just mentioned I actually think there is a book you can read and it's called your I'm gonna say fifth year business book yeah but it doesn't <laughs> have all that, well all that sort of stuff would be in like either the junior cert or leaving cert business I'd say I know but like I think chapter was, one is insurance but that was years ago and like it's when they're like calling out like all these different terms and like asking all these different questions it can be a lot over the phone it like, can I don't know I want to pass you over to an adult but but ma'am you're 28 Shh, yeah I know no it is I, tough I can't. it and is very tough especially when you're kind of being uh, back into a corner like that and you have to make a decision you're like yeah. oh let me time to let me time to think I mean ask my mom yeah I always have to like I'll call you back and just have to to, you know think about a few things and I'm like dad (laughs) help Uh, yeah so we're asking you about those difficult things about being an adult what don't you know Hannah's on WhatsApp at what point do you congratulate somebody for being pregnant versus 
ask them what they're going to do about it. That's what I'm not sure about being an adult. <laughs> I think I think as well you just reach an age where your friends around you just start to get engaged. Yeah. And then you're like Oh my, like oh, a few weeks ago, uh, someone I went, uh, saw who I went to school with, not a close friend of mine, went to school with them, saw they got engaged and I was like, wow, that's mad. Like they've been together for years. And then I'm like, oh yeah, we're we're almost 30. That's that, that's that's a normal age to get married. Yeah, yeah. Like, geez, you're very, you're very young for getting married. Actually, no. We're just, we're just getting older. <laughs> I'm very young for not being married. That's how time works. <laughs> Nisha also on WhatsApp. Hey guys, one thing I actually don't get or even how to go about doing it or what you do it is uh, mm-hmm. sorting out a will how like what, what do we do like, I'm, like I know what we do for it but how how do you go and do it like? well there well oh, I missed I messed that up I said where there's a will there's a way well well, well, well. Now, again, I wouldn't even begin to start setting up a, a will because I don't want to go in it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like... Yeah. I think that's a thing for a solicitor, but if you were to do it like right now, I don't know, being very prepared, I suppose, like, well... My, my headphones? Well, well uh, yeah. It's like, well, Laura can have my headphones. Um, <laughs> let me see. There's TV in my room I'll give to uh, Claudia, my girlfriend. Um, let me see. I have a cool cup I can maybe give to yeah. a friend. <laughs> Oh, your car? Oh, whoa, whoa. No. That's coming with me. That's coming with you. <laughs> uh, look, but this all started because we were wondering about mortgages and if you were building a house, yeah. what's the story to mortgage there? How does that work? Very boring, but like that's where this all started with. Now, we have gotten in a voice note from uh, Mark, and it's like, and I think it is an explainer. I've had a quick scan through it. It's, it's okay. one minute. Right. There's a lot of stuff I, don't, I didn't understand when I scanned through it. A lot of big words and phrases. Do we want to listen to it? Because we're going to have to invest a minute of our lives here for this. Well, I feel like there's no time like the present to start learning some adult things because we're clearly we're in need of some adult knowledge. So if, if if we start playing this and there's just too much going on, then I know that's why we started talking I about it. You we, we'll just throw in the towel and be like, "Look, the, yeah. <laughs> we're not there yet." I okay, agree. Mark, Let's... take it away. Hey guys, uh, just to provide some clarity on the mortgage question for if you're building a house, so you apply for a mortgage specifically for building a house, and then you apply for an amount of money um, that. Um, you will need and then obviously you'll have your own savings too (laughs) Uh, the value of the property (laughs) will be um, figured out by a quantity surveyor who will have looked at the plans and looked at the cost Mm. of materials etc and the cost of labour so it is rough and then your mortgage um, is drawn down in instalments so you have to use your own money to begin with so your deposit essentially and then when that's used up if you've gotten the, the house to a certain stage of the build, the bank will release X amount of money and then you need to get to the next agreed stage of the build before okay. they release the next amount of money. And then after you've gotten to the final stage, they release the final remaining balance of your mortgage, which you use to finish off your house. But often it's not enough. Um, <laughs> you might funds, so you have to be really good at budgeting. Often it's oh, very enough. Oh no! The important thing to remember there is often it is never enough. Never enough. But also, I just got you know when he said they'll release the money. I just imagine Mr. Burns from The Simpsons going, "Release the hounds! Release the hounds!" But it's the bank saying, "Release the money!" Bags of cash being thrown at you. Thanks just, very much. Just dropped from a height from and a crane. going to a lope. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, thanks for the clarity, Mark. Yeah. Thanks, Mark. Never going to build my own house. No, you just put me off it. It crossed my mind once, and now I'm no thank you. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Have you ever had? like anything ruined for you by another person like for example like my life by you 
Oh. Nah, joking. Come on. You said yesterday that I make your life better. <laughs> I think you'll find I didn't. <laughs> I absolutely was trying to. I was like, that doesn't even sound like a sentence you would say. You make my life better. That's just not a sentence that will come out of your mouth. No, but um, I was chatting to my boyfriend over the weekend I was over in my sister's house and I was talking to her husband and I was making coffees for people as I do I brought down a nice carton of oat milk just, no. bought, just bought a fresh carton of oat milk as you do you just bring one around with you wherever you're going you know you never know when you're going to need some oat milk you're one of those people I actually brought my own milk so no thanks for <laughs> your full fat crap I have my oat milk in the boot oh did it not go warm no it actually doesn't need to go in the fridge it's that weird yeah because it's not I suppose regular like cow milk but look it's oat milk I love oat milk and you know Jazz whenever we go out for coffees which is you know sometimes we treat ourselves to a nice out of the building coffee on yeah. occasion and I always get like a nice like flat white or whatever but I always go with oat milk yeah but when you're making your coffees here in the office oh, I don't straight care. in with a full fat straight in with a full it's fat it's just a perception picky. you want to give to other people that's fine no, your secret's safe with me it's not about perception I think it genuinely tastes nicer I think it tastes much nicer when you put oat milk in your coffee but I was making coffees for everyone and I was like who wants there's a regular milk and who wants to try some of my oat milk and <laughs> <laughs> who wants regular milk who wants to try some of my milk I brought it myself my own milk but straight away my boyfriend was like I don't know how you drink that in coffee I think it tastes like Weedabix and I was like no it doesn't and then I had this moment where I just didn't associate oats with Weedabix or like like porridge or anything like that I was like yeah. I was like what do you mean like it doesn't even taste like it. it's not, nothing to do with Weedabix and I was like oh no wait oats I can understand and now whenever ever since then now when I was drinking my coffee that day I just tasted like wheat wheat milk and now I can't untaste <laughs> the wheat and I think he's ruined coffee for me well, I'm sure it tastes more like Oatibix than Weetabix. Oh, well, that's what I meant. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, but like porridge, obviously, is porridge oats. They are yeah. made from oats. Oats, oat milk. I don't know how they make it, though. Like, do they like, just squeeze them I, really hard like, until they turn into a like liquid? How, the story? How, like, I, want, I would love to have been in, in the meeting where, like, who invented oat milk? Like, where did oat milk come from? Who said, let's milk an oat? Like, like who, who said that? And who, who agreed to it? And who agreed to it? And I want to say thank you because I think oat milk is delicious. Or is it just... Yeah, actually. Is it mostly... Do you know what I think it is? Oh, God. I think it's water and oats um, blended. Well, sure, that's just porridge. No. Well. Like, blended loads. And then and then the, the liquid, then they... they, they Whatchamacallit? Get like a sieve. A sieve. A sieve. A sieve and then sieve it. So they get it, get it all smooth. Do you know what I think? What? You've lost the plot. Why? Because I like oat milk. No, just because you're that invested in it. But I, like, and it's and you don't even like it. I do like <laughs> no, it. You don't. But now, now I feel like you just ruined. want to be an oat milker. I'm not an. I'm not an oat. You're an oat milker. No, I'm not. I hate it. You're a cow milker. <laughs> that's, and that's fine by me. Have you me. ever milked a cow? I have. Have you? Yeah. When? At a farm. <laughs> Were you there, on a, were you there on a school tour? Did you just hop the fence and have a go? No, I was just mad thirsty. <laughs> I just there can't you believe go. you're rocking up to places now with your own oat milk. Like that oh. is that is a type of person. Keeping it within the family so far. Well. Oh, absolutely delighted. Pulling out my carton of oat milk from the boot. Keeping in the family. <laughs> I actually, I'm growing my own oats now so I can milk them myself. The cast with Jazz and Laura. I heard something that I'm not sure is a rumour or if it is in fact true and I can't seem to find any answers on the internet to this one so if you know the answer please let me know apparently I was talking to a friend over the weekend and apparently the bits inside like your fizzy orange drink 
are not orange. They are in fact turnip. Turnip? Turnip. What? Apparently, so I saw, I can't remember, my friend, I, I can't find the picture because my friend showed me on her phone. I thought it was on my phone, but it wasn't. But it was like a meme and it was, I was today years old when I found out that the orange bits in like Rock Shandy are actually turnip. And I was like, <laughs> In Rock what? Shandy or Fizzy Orange? Well, I think no, because I'll tell you why I said Fizzy Orange. I did a bit of research and on one of these like discussion like pages, <laughs> for just for your flailing your arms out going 90 <laughs> big long discussion everyone was like well yeah if they were orange it's the same with all it's the same with all um, fizzy orange drinks because if they were actual orange bits they would turn the drink brown because oranges would go brown so apparently the turnip doesn't go brown so they put little turnip bits in your rock shandy on your fizzy orange apparently can anyone confirm this? Because I can't get an answer online and it's driving me mad. I'm going to go ahead and say that I reckon that is baloney. Really? I'd say that is you swallow eight spiders a night type oh. stuff. Okay. Well, which we, which is myth, by the way. We were trying to work it out and we absolutely fell for it. I was like, do you know what? I absolutely agree. The orange would go brown, wouldn't it? Well, gonna, would it? I'm just guessing. I was just trying to justify that this has to be true because it oh, yeah. absolutely blew my mind. Googling here, bits inside, fizzy orange turnip comes up. <laughs> but apparently this has been knocking around. Like, the discussion I'm looking at is from 2011. Am I just super late to the party with this one? Like, have we been drinking turnip this whole time? <laughs> I've clicked like those. Uh, people also ask, are the bits in fizzy orange turnip? And the... the Answer below is, yeah, they are bits of turnip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is definitely just like boards.ie uh, type carry on, which is that's, absolutely like not reputable. That's the thing that I was waving my hand to, that was the big discussion. Um, yeah. But apparently that's from 2011. So this is this has been knocking around. This for is a 10 year old wives tale. Wives tale. Wives tale. But if, if you know that this is true, can you confirm nor deny 087 711 1038? Jazz, you're saying it's absolute baloney. I'm going to say it's not real. And I'd, I'd, like, I'd say it's just one of those things that's been passed around. Because if I'm drinking turnip bits, I'm going <laughs> I want a refund on every bottle of fizzy orange I've ever had. I want a turn up on ice, please. Let us turn up to beat. Turn up. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I want to believe it because I just think it's it makes so sense. So it was a screenshot you saw? Yeah, and it was just like a little... like Screenshot come into a WhatsApp group? Um, came into her WhatsApp group. She didn't send it to me. She just showed it to me on her phone. It was like, see? Proof. And I was like... Oh, absolute proof. Yeah. I was like, anyone could make memes. But I'm just saying, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well... If you know, 87 I don't know if I believe this. I'm not... And I, I don't want to believe it. You don't want to believe it? No, I don't want to believe it. Okay, well, if you know, please put us out of our misery. 87 Because there are reputable Irish brands of fizzy orange, mm. and they claim they're real bits. So if, if they are, in fact, not real bits, well, I suppose they're, they're, they never say they're real bits of orange. orange. They could okay. be real, real bits, bits of... of Turnip. Turnip. Real bits of T's and C's apply. Blah, blah, blah. T's and C's. T, uh, terms and conditions apply. It actually is uh, little bits of uh, turnip. Turnips and carrots. <laughs> <laughs> bits of T's and C's, turnips and carrots. <laughs> T's and C's apply. Turnip and carrots apply. <laughs> and any other uh, orange fruit and vegetable, thank you. I don't know. I Look, I'm not I'm not spreading this as gospel. This was just something that someone has said and I want to know if it's true or not. If you do not repay your car loan, uh, your, car, your car may be repossessed. T's and C's apply. Turnips and carrots apply. See, please see our website. Spaghetti for dinner. For dinner, for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone can let us know if T's and C's actually means turn turn up and carrots. <laughs> for our full T's and C's, head on over to our website. In the vegetable aisle. <laughs> oh.
The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. But let me tell you a story about you never know who's listening. Okay. This is gas. This is going viral the last little while. So Kev Crane is a plumber and he be plumbing Monday to Friday installing bathrooms and sinks and showers and all that good watery stuff. <laughs> and he was doing it recently on a kind of six week job at the home of this lovely fella called Paul and Kev is just, you know, he's fond of songs and he tends to sing when he's on the job. Okay. And basically he was singing away while he was installing the bathroom and the toilet in this fella Paul Keneally's house. And this is a little clip of Kev singing while he's on the job. I'm walking down the street And I'm gazing at my feet He's quite good. it's raining hard And he was singing Bowie and Meatloaf. It's raining So he's he's quite good, right? He's really good. Now, little did he know that the man whose home he was working in, Paul Keneally, Paul is a record label exec. And naturally he heard this and he was like, oh my God, this is brilliant. (laughs) And... He offered him a record deal. No, he didn't. <laughs> he did. What? So Paul Keneally um, is a label exec with New Reality Records. They have artists from all over the world. He was. He heard this and he started asking him about it naturally because the, the job and he heard how good the singing was. They started chatting and yeah. Kev told him that like, oh, he's just like, he's really into music. He loves singing and he used to be in like a cover band back in the day. Like he's written an album, but not with the intention to release it yeah. more so just as just, a hobby just as a hobby is Paul's like Paul's like let's go let's get you out of this bathroom and into <gasps> the studio they recorded the album and now he has the album signed to the record label and his tunes are starting to be released that is amazing isn't that just the best good news story ever like you never know who's listening that is so funny and that's literally what a great story it's literally just like a thing that he was doing on the job you know he's probably he was probably like quite happy as a plumber and his wife and all now is saying like oh this is this is just amazing one because it's a new unlocking a new life and, yeah. and opportunities and stuff but also because she knew it was just his passion and he loved singing and now that's turned into a reality and more than likely a new career oh my god pr- probably a lot of money as well yeah that is a classic example of just right place right time right place it? right time doing what you love and you never know who'll be listening. That's insane. Fair play to him. I can't wait to hear the album. Yeah, it's, he said he also uh, tried to go on uh, talent shows back in the day. Fame Academy, I think it was before my time. Stars yeah. in their eyes. Oh wow! Yeah, but he, like was rejected. <laughs> then she gave up singing, and now happy just singing in bathrooms. You know, great acoustics in bathrooms. And now he just was installing a jacks in the right fella's house, and now he has a record deal there and an go. album out to the world. There you go. It was clearly written in the stars. Meant to happen. Do you know, another funny example of you never know who's listening is last night on the show, you brought to us, Laura, a story about the bits that are in fizzy orange drinks. Yeah. I heard a rumour that they were actual turnip. Well... We were talking about this last night on the show. If you're listening, you might remember on the way after 8 o'clock, we're going to be joined by two people on the line who may actually have the answer for all this. Um, And an answer to the question, are the little bits floating in my fizzy orange actually turn up? We'll reveal all after 8 o'clock. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Something that we were chatting about kind of randomly last night was a rumour, Laura, that you brought to the show about 
fizzy drinks and um, little bits that be floating inside fizzy drinks. So let's just have a quick recap as to the, this conversation last night. Yeah, so a friend of mine over the weekend, she showed me this meme that was sent to her in one, in one of these many WhatsApp groups that she's in. And it said, I was today years old when I realised that the orange floaty bits in fizzy drinks are actually turnip. And I was like... <laughs> That makes absolutely no sense. Like, it, it's an orange drink. Surely it's not turnip. But she said, oh, apparently it's something to do with the fact that, you know, if they were to use orange bits in it, it would turn brown and it wouldn't look as nice. And then I was like, oh, maybe that makes sense. I don't know. I don't make drinks. Yeah, I, I heard this and I was like, hardly. Like, th- like this is one of those situations you hear and you're like, my whole life is, is lies. So then we just kind of had a bit of a laugh about it and that was it. Until we got a text into the show and we're happy to say that we have two people on the line with us right now that might be able to shed a bit of clarity on the situation. Yeah, we've got Stephen who's Head of Brand Marketing at Britvic and Ian who's the Marketing Manager at Club. Lads, you're very welcome to the <laughs> Zoo Crew. How are you getting on? Uh, great, thanks for having us on. Cheers, guys. So I suppose we're, we're going straight to the source here. So I'll first ask, lads, have you heard of this rumour um, about the little bits floating in, essentially, the, the fizzy orange drink that you guys make being turnip? Um, we have heard the rumour before, yeah. So I think it, some um, someone put it up on a Reddit link before, something along these lines. And I think it just kind of grew legs, as, as rumours do. Um, we are on, I suppose, to just uh, totally debunk the rumour. Um, uh, it's an absolute uh, falsehood. So, yeah, club is um, the, the bits in club are 100% orange, real orange bits. Okay. So we can confirm that uh, right now. Yeah, because that's actually what we were saying last night. Because when I first heard it, I was like, there's no way, absolutely no chance. And I was like, oh, you know, when you buy a can or whatever, you read it and it says 100% real bits. And I was like, hang on a sec, does it actually say like real orange bits? And then we had a laugh about, oh, T's and C's apply. Maybe the T's and C's mean turnip and carrot bits. But no, <laughs> the, the myth is debunked. They are 100% orange bits that's what you're saying no absolutely and to be honest we've been making club orange since 1930 in Dublin um, and it's still made in Dublin to this day and we can 100% confirm the bits in it are orange and then when you go for a club lemon the bits in it are are, are lemon bits as well so um, as you see in our pack it says with real bits there's actually over 11% juice um, content in the product as well so um, we can absolutely debunk that myth for you guys yeah, and yeah, definitely. have you ever had? I suppose because this rumor has been floating around for a while. Has there ever been any interest in actually making a, a turnip drink? I mean, <laughs> there seems to be enough hype about it. I don't know if it would actually taste any good. But has there been a few experiments going on in the background? Are you allowed to spill any juicy details? Club, no pun intended. Club turnip on the way soon. Um, well, look, I suppose from the point of view of uh, experimenting with flavors, we've uh, we launched. Uh, Club Pat Frog during the summer, yeah. which is based on um, the old school ice lolly. Um, but we have uh, we have a turnip free zone in our factory, so no, there's absolutely <laughs> never going to be a turnip flavour created under the club brand. I don't think. Um, it's own, it's we own. do have uh, we've done super split in the past. We've done Club Pat Frog, and we do have uh, a number of new kind of exciting flavours coming down the line that hopefully you'll be able to see in the next actually yeah. few months. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. I, I don't know, Ian. Do we, do we want to give the guys a little exclusive of what we're producing oh. the next kind of couple of days oh, to give them the go heads on. up? Oh, go on! An exclusive. Okay. Oh, I like the sound of this. Wasn't necessarily prepared for this exclusive, <laughs> but since we have you on the line and you're saying it, okay, right, uh, lads, hold that thought for a couple of minutes. An exclusive announcement from Club. Oh. 
We are still joined on the line by Stephen, who is head of marketing at Britfic and Ian, the marketing manager of Club, because we addressed a rumour that we, we brought up on the show last night. Are the orange bits in fizzy orange orange or are they turnip? And the lads have just confirmed that they are 110% orange bits. So if you hear someone saying they're turnip, say, ah, ah, no, no, they're not. And they also said that they have a bit of an exclusive for us. Yeah, we're still joined on the line right now by the lads, Stephen and Ian. I think, <laughs> I think Stephen, a few minutes ago, you were more ready for this announcement and Ian, you were kind of less prepared. But what is it? Please put us out of our misery. What is this new announcement? Take it away. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Over, over. I wasn't prepared for this. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're we're actually launching a, a new uh, flavor under Club. Uh, really exciting flavor. So it's going to be cl- called Club Dark Stuff. Um, so it's a mixed berry um, soft drink, and it will be available in 500 ml bottles and 1.75 ml bottles. Um, and we've actually partnered with, um, I suppose, a celebrity slash influencer. That's a Big, big on the scene at the moment um, to help us uh, launch the, the product. So it'll actually be launched in the next three to four weeks and uh, it'll be a lovely kind of tie-in with Halloween. Oh, wow. Oh, so exciting. We're getting the exclusive. That is deadly. So is this, yeah. this going to be like a limited edition flavour run or are you going to see how it goes and perhaps add it to the permanent range or what's the story? No, this is, this is going to stay in now. This is going to be added too. So obviously, historically, it's Club Orange, Club Rock Shandy, Club Lemon. Um, and this will be club's newest flavor. So um, this is going to stay, and this isn't going to be like Pat Frog that oh. um, is, has left now uh, to hibernate after the summer. This is uh, dark stuff is going to be a permanent, a permanent listing. So really looking forward to it. It tastes absolutely fantastic as well. So oh wow! And so it, mm. now, it, it, trust me, there's no there's no uh, turnips in it. <laughs> <laughs> what is this dark stuff made of? It's not beetroot or anything. <laughs> No, no, absolutely not. So it's mixed berries. Mixed berries, yeah. Oh, so, my God. Gorgeous. Yeah, raspberry. That sounds absolutely oh, class. Delicious. Well, oh, it's, my God. Well, it sounds like an absolute turnip started the rumour in the first place anyway. <laughs> and hopefully this will be the final time that you guys will have to address that awful rumour. Absolutely, yeah. Now that we've given you the exclusive, you guys can jump on and, and reinforce that there's no turnips in the drink. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we can be, yeah, almost the, the brand ambassadors that tell people absolutely. the truth when it comes to the turnip myths coming on. Oh, Stephen, head of brand marketing at Britfic and Ian, marketing manager at Club. Thank you so much for joining us on the Zoo Crew tonight. Thank you for all the lovely information, the historical uh, chat about Club, and uh, thank you as well for setting those turnip rumours, setting them, setting them straight. Set them straight I should say yeah and also thanks for giving us the exclusive on the brand new club dark stuff that's going to be absolutely buzzing very excited thanks thanks with Jazz and Laura Flush or Float oh yeah Flush or Float time we do it every single Friday just after the foreplay Jazz and I discuss three topics from the week and we decide whether we want to flush them or whether we want to float them down the toilet if we flush it means we do not like and are not getting on board with however if we let them float then yeah we can get down with this topic in particular three seconds to decide can't have differing opinions I just realised this is very close to like school debating isn't it it's like I'm going to tell my point and you're going to tell your point and one of us is going to win I was uh, deadly at debating in school were you on the team well we didn't have a team well we did well no I just remember doing it in transition year 
not like properly, not on like the school team. It's but a good I, confidence builder. But I was good at um, particularly the rebuttaling. Oh, okay. You know, when you, you take something that the opposition has said and you just use that against them. Were you like an angry chihuahua? Like no. they say, like, no, no, no. They'd make a point about. <laughs> For example, the sun being bright. And I'd say, yeah. oh, no, you're dead right saying the sun is being bright. But if you look directly into the sun, it'll burn your eyes. Do you know? T- yeah. Taking what they say, twisting it, and that is your next argument. You heard it here first. Jazz Keen is very good at twisting arguments, so don't fight with him. I'm a master rebuttler. <laughs> rebuttler, I like that. Rebuttler, that's yeah. the rebuttling. That's the technique. All right. Well, topic number one, watching horror movies alone. Flush. Flush. Flush because I don't do it. Yeah, I'm not brave enough. I would love, like, I love horror movies and I love, like, silly horror movies, but I'm just not brave enough to watch them on my own. I am. Um, I tried to watch, like, a Stephen King one on Netflix recently. I think it was was a Gerald's Game or something. And I had to turn it off. I was on my own. I was like, oh, oh no, too spooky for a Wednesday alone. The least scary name you can think of. Gerald. Gerald. Ger- <laughs> don't look under the bed. Gerald's going to get you. I don't, uh, I'm not against it. I just don't do it because I'd rather watch something else. So, yeah, okay, so I'm going to flush it, though. Me, I'm, I'm me, not brave enough. Me and Claudia were saying recently that we don't watch any funny movies. I'm like, yeah, because, like, I don't know, if I'm watching something, I'd just rather watch something that has a plot and a story and yeah. twist and jeopardy and stuff. Like, you can watch a funny movie whenever. You've actually just reminded me of a good few movie recommendations for you and Claudia this weekend. I'll give them <laughs> to you after you. the show. Horror movies alone, though. Nah, not doing nah, that. No, thank you. Okay, topic number two. Washing your car yourself. Flush. I'm going to flush it too. I think I did it once or twice last year and I just didn't enjoy it. It's so much easier to just go and get it washed. Yeah, and they do it properly as well. Properly. I find I leave too many streaks and like, you know, do you know the trick? I used to, um, when you know when you wash your windows, I used to like dry them with newspaper because they don't streak that way. Oh, nice. But then like you can't clean the wheels and all yourself properly. Then you have all the words sticking to your windscreen. Come off the newspaper and stick to the glass. Makes, makes for great reading when you're in traffic, <laughs> though. I'm joking. I tried to do it there oh, probably a good year ago at this mm. stage. And uh, at the self-serve ones, and you just stick in your money per minute. So, like, it's a euro per minute. And I put in, like, Did, five... Didn't you run out of money? Yeah, I yeah. ran out of time, then run out of money. Then the garage closed, and, and <laughs> I, I just couldn't get any money. So to drive to the next garage that with was still suds. open... With suds. all over the car. Ter- oh, no. Just terrible, terrible. experience. Nah. Just, just, just pay the lovely... Uh, ladies and men to do it and they do a great job they do a 10 out of 10 job Uh, and topic number 3 bits in your drink float floating let those bits float as they do so so nice they La- do last night on the show we had uh, two of the lads from Club and Britvic on to settle the rumours that uh, the bits in your drink your fizzy orange drink are in fact orange they're not turned up despite what rumours say they are 100% orange and apparently that has just been a rumour that's been floating around for donkey's years yeah they uh, oh I didn't press that button uh, they disbanded the rumour there's no turn up <laughs> and uh, there's a new flavour of club on the way called uh, club dark stuff we yeah. got the exclusive last night check it out on Spin's website oh. the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura I'm excited the mystery guest. Who is this person? Who is it? Oh, 
I've got butterflies. I'm very excited. Okay. As we do on the show every Thursday, it is time for Mystery Guest. Week on week, Laura and myself taking turns to ask a guest to come and join us. The other person has to try work out who it is. Our record of the past few months has been quite good. We only have one loss each. I know. That's really good considering we've been doing it now since the 1st of April. That's really good going. Did we start this on April Fool's Day? April Fool's Day, What a yeah. great day to I know, start. That's how I remember when we started, yeah. it was April Fool's Day. <laughs> okay, good stuff. Uh, okay, mystery guest is ready and waiting. Laura, are you ready to meet mystery guest? I'm always ready to meet a mystery guest. Take it away. Hello, mystery guest. Hello. How are you? <laughs> okay. I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad now. Okay, so what happens now is Laura is going to get 60 seconds to ask mystery guest as many yes-no questions as she can. Laura, are you ready? Always ready. Here we go. Hello, mystery guest. It's great to have you. Thank you very much for having me on. So, are you an actor? No. Okay. Um, Do you make TikToks? Yes. Okay. Have you over 10,000 followers on Instagram? Yes. Okay. Do you sing? Yes. Okay. Do you play an instrument? I do. Okay. I take it you're Irish? I am, yeah. (laughs) Are you from Dublin? No. Not from Dublin. Okay. Are you from Limerick? No. Are you from Waterford? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no Okay, I have no idea where you're from uh, Are you blonde? Uh, no Okay <laughs> um, Have we met in person before? It, oh. Possibly I, I actually don't I can't remember Okay <laughs> Well, if we did I clearly didn't make a very big impression on you <laughs> Okay Okay and time is up <laughs> Oh, Jazz, you've got a tricky one this week <laughs> Okay, so what happens now is Mystery Guest is going to reveal three pieces of information about themselves to help Laura along. Uh, Mystery Guest, take it away. And by the way, these can be as full of information or as cryptic as Mystery Guest wants. So, Mystery Guest, over to you. Okay, uh, well, the first one is I am from the land of the cats. So, uh, Kilkenny man. Oh, Laura was struggling up until you said Kilkenny, even though we were there on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Okay. Grand. All right. The second one is uh, I'm only the third male solo, Irish male solo act to make it into the top 20 single chart last year. Wow. Uh, And then the last one is I have over 17 million likes on TikTok. Whoa. Okay. That's a lot. That's okay. a lot of likes. That's a lot of likes. Wow. Okay. I need to go and gather my thoughts. My head is spinning right now. Yeah. I normally I have some kind of idea, but I I'm, I'm I have a name in my head, but I I don't think it's right. <laughs> okay. So what happens now is if you listening right now, if you'd like to have a crack at who you think mystery guest might be, or if you'd like to pose a question to mystery guest that might help Laura along in her quest to find out the identity. Now is your chance. Send it to us on WhatsApp, voice note, or a text 087-711-1038. Mystery Guest, are you okay to hang on for a couple of minutes while Laura goes and gathers her thoughts? Yeah, 100%. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Uh, Mystery Guest, you're still with us. I am, indeed. Okay, so Laura, let's have a little bit of a recap of what you've learned so far and where your head is at. Okay, so our lovely mystery guest makes TikToks 
has over 10,000 followers on Instagram, uh, can sing, plays an instrument, uh, not from Dublin, but from Kilkenny. Uh, they are not blonde and they are not sure if we've ever met before. <laughs> um, now, let me get this right. I, I don't want to mess this up. From what I heard and what I think I remember, they are one of three male artists to make it into the Irish Top 20 last year. Yeah. Nailed it. And <laughs> they have over, was it 17 million likes on TikTok? That, okay. That is also true. Okay. So also true. That is also true. Uh, okay. Uh, let's bring in Clarice is on the line. Hello, Clarice. Hello. Uh, now you think you might have an idea of who Mystery Guest is? Yeah. Would you like to ask Mystery Guest? Oh, I don't know. Like I don't know what to ask. Well, you can. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you've texted in two names there, so you can pick pick yeah. one of two. It has to be Darren McKenzie. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> okay, so so from, from the horse's mouth, it is not Dermot Kennedy. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, did, you, did you really think it was? Yeah. Oh well, no, do you know what? Fair play. You made a guess. You, you took a stab. I'll Good take on that you. As a compliment. Yeah. That yeah. As a compliment. <laughs> Clarice, thanks for coming on. We'll chat to you again. Thanks very much. Does that narrow down the thoughts or names in your mind, Laura? Uh, yes. Although it does. It does. Okay. Although, can I just say, I've never heard someone so sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no offence, mystery guest, but Clarice is devastated that you're not Dermot Kennedy. <laughs> we should have just said I was. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, so Clarice funny. Clarice is nice. Okay, we've come to the part of mystery guest known as Squeaky Bum Time. Oh. The bum is very squeaky indeed. Okay, I'm going to take a guess. And I think that this week's mystery guest is... Robert Grace? Yeah, you're 100% right. Yes! Robert Grace, hello! Hello, how are you doing? (laughs) I'm great, how are you? And you know what, I'm delighted you're not Dermot Kennedy. (laughs) Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you. It's, I mean, we love, at least one. We, lo- we love Dermot Kennedy, but we're massive fans of yours too. How are you getting on? Not too bad. I'm actually in Dublin here shooting. We're nearly wrapped up a music video, so I'm, oh. I'm literally standing in a in a dodgy lane. Oh, nice <laughs> one! Very exciting. Now, uh, judging by your face, Laura, you you weren't totally certain. No. <laughs> no. Was was Robert Grace the name that you that you thought of a few minutes ago? Um, it was, okay. and then I was kind of thinking maybe not, but then another name didn't come into my head. Okay. So, but yeah, it was it was to be honest, it was the TikTok. I know that you have like over a million followers on TikTok which would obviously make sense to have 17 million likes yeah. and like it's it's all because of that frog video isn't it which I love <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. that played it that played it that massive part it's my favourite that and fake coin it just boosted me right up yeah absolutely uh, mystery guest this evening Robert Grace look are you okay to stick around with us for about 5 minutes or so so we can have a proper catch up with you yeah yeah 100% this week's mystery guest, Robert Grace. How are you getting on? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. Thank good you so guess. much. Yeah, good guesses, right? Thank you so much Thank for you. being our mystery guest this evening. And a congratulations to Laura Bracken for working it out. Yay, another <laughs> win on the board. Robert Grace, it is so, so amazing to have you uh, on the Zoo Crew with our mystery guest. How are you getting on? How has life been? Oh, not too. It's been a bit mental the last year, but I mean, great at the same time. Uh, 
I welcomed another child as well into the, into the house. So it's been a, a mad couple of months. Yeah, absolutely. Like, not even taking into account your professional life and singles and tunes and all that, yeah. but massive uh, personal milestones as well. A huge congratulations, the Evergrown family. Oh, how, how is it? Ah, oh, it's crazy. It's it's <laughs> it's uh it's great, and it's uh, a lot of a lot of uh, no sleep. But it's 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 brilliant at the same time. Yeah, I'd you know, say I'd say, have, I'd say yeah. the no sleep is a little bit is a little bit draining. But like I'd say, uh, you know, if you're if you're up during the middle of the night, that's kind of when all the the creativity <laughs> might be flowing, eh? Yeah, well, I, if I'll have a baby in my arms for a little while, <laughs> like, be kind of making voice memos like through whispers and stuff like that. If I have any ideas, but. Uh, no, it's brilliant, really. And um, I mean, she, uh, my daughter, she's, her name is Bonnie. She's oh, lovely. Time, you know, it's, we're finding the groove at this stage, so it's not too bad. Oh, oh congratulations. Gorgeous name. news. Um, oh, thank you very much. Yeah, and uh, one of the, the clues that you gave Laura a few minutes ago was that you have over 17 million likes on TikTok. And I'm, sh- I'm sure there was, there was many people that were guessing it straight away on text and on WhatsApp here. So a lot of fans, you have super fans here and myself and Laura. But I mean, <laughs> the, the, the whole TikTok and social journey for you specifically um, has been incredible because, again, like... Like we were saying off air there, I find the videos that you put up where you just sample like a trending sound or viral vid- video that doesn't necessarily have any music in it. Maybe it's just like noise of a firework or the infamous frog video. Yeah. And, and you just take them, <laughs> add percussion and guitar and then eventually lyrics and you turn that into a sound. Like they are absolutely incredible and so insanely creative like that's such a unique flair that you have as part of your repertoire well thank you very much yeah I mean it was just a case of trying to find uh, find something that I mean I'm not the first person to do it or anything but just find something that I I enjoy doing and that I can get done kind of quick you know and that's a bit of bit of crack I mean that was really it so I mean and thankfully they kind of they took off so that's why I, I nearly have like a like a series at this stage yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely and like you know when you hear those sounds like do automatically do you go I can turn this into a, into a song or has there been ones that you're kind of like oh I thought that might work but it didn't like at what point do you kind of go oh that's that's definitely my next like little little song I suppose yeah well I mean lo- I get tagged in so many videos now of people <laughs> and like that really helps me to be honest <laughs> you know what I mean uh, rather than me kind of searching through and trying to find something a lot of people will tag me and stuff and I'll kind of just go through my mentions on TikTok and see what's there some of them are good some of them are, are not so good <laughs> uh, you know and it's a case of like sometimes I'll be like oh this could be like I pick a video that has maybe you know 10 million views and it might be a hard enough sound to do so this, like it mightn't turn out great, but it'll do kind of well because it's a trending video. Yeah. You know I mean, so yeah. it's kind of a fine line between what will work and what will do well, you know. Totally. And uh, it must be really exciting knowing that you have a tour coming up. You are going uh, on the road with Pastiche. Are you excited? Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to it now. It's just like a, you know, a small enough Irish tour because we weren't sure of what way things would be but I really can't wait really can't wait yeah absolutely and part of that as well uh, a huge thing for artists finally getting out on the road getting to play to crowds again but particularly for like fans and people who are dying to just go to a gig uh, and see people perform again and again uh, throwing it back to again like over a year ago when we were you know mid first lockdown and 
I can pretty much say for everyone we're totally relating with fake fine because that essentially oh, yeah. like soundtracked the pandemic and lockdown and how everyone <laughs> was feeling. Uh, I'm sure people when they see that live, it's gonna like hit home for a lot of people, and I guarantee it's gonna be incredibly emotional for people getting to see that. Totally. Be like, oh my god, remember when this was like soundtracking our mood back then, and now we're out, and oh my god, I love my friends, I love you, I love you, Robert. <laughs> I guarantee it's people. There's gonna be people crying in the crowd. Oh, I can't. I can't wait. Like that's one of my like one of the songs I really can't wait to play live because you know I can't wait to hear people sing it back or hopefully sing it back anyway. Yeah. You know, like I, that, that's going to be a huge, huge moment for me anyway. Of course, you know? actually, yeah, because you probably haven't performed that song. Have you performed that song live before ever? I have, but not in not in front of a crowd. Yeah. You know, I've done the few like the usual at the moment. You know, the pre-recorded bits. Kind yeah. Of playing to very very small crowd that was only recently you know but it's not really for the crowd it's for a, a live stream you know of course so yeah it's, it's, so I can't wait to properly do you know a proper gig in front of an actual proper crowd oh my god I'm getting I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about <laughs> how amazing that moment is going to be like you know it's, it's everything that you've been working towards and you're finally going to see yeah. the crowds people singing back to you they're all going to be close and they're all going to be like singing their hearts out all together and there's no feeling quite like that at a gig when everyone is just together shouting the lyrics together it's just yeah. such an amazing atmosphere yeah. oh, I can't wait yeah uh, Robert Grace thank you so much for being our mystery guest this evening so uh, give us the dates what, what date is the tour kicking off and when can people finally see you uh, yeah it's oh god let's try and remember this now it's kicking, <laughs> off, it's kicking off on uh, on the 4th of November in Monroe and Galway and then the fifth is uh, in the academy in in Dublin, the main room, uh, which I can't wait for. It's going to be it's going to be amazing. And then I <laughs> then it's a bit blurry. <laughs> I have one on the on the on the tenth. Uh, yeah. Well, basically, I'm playing in I'm playing in Dolan's and Limerick. I'm playing in the Set Theatre in Kilkenny, and I'm playing in Cypress Avenue in Cork. And it's like uh, I'm not exactly sure. I think it's like the tenth, eleventh, and twelfth, or something like that. But anyway. It's in November. If anyone wants, yeah. <laughs> wants to go, just yeah, want, I'm you sure. type in any of those names and Robert yeah. Grace. <laughs> I'm sure they're all up on your Instagram anyway. At Robert Grace yeah. Music. Uh, thank you so yeah. much for being our mystery guest this week. It was an absolute uh, pleasure to finally get to chat to you. And I know we were just briefly mentioning there. Uh, say it again. Jazz and I thought that we saw you uh, out and about the other night, but it turns out it wasn't you, and that you actually have a twin nearby our office. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Daniel, my twin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully next time we see a Robert Grace, Grace lookalike, it'll actually be the real deal, and we'll get to hang I out in person. So. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Listen, take care. Thanks for coming on, and best of luck with the tour. Thanks a million, lads. Talk Cheers. To you Cheers. Zucast with Jazz and Laura.